Hey, thanks for tuning in to Full Send Living. Today, we're going to talk about tricking and or martial arts tricking. Let's yeah. go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Hey. Let's send it. Send it. <laughs> for tuning in to Full Sun Living. I'm your host, Nate Thompson, with... Ethan Bricker here. Thank you guys for tuning in via podcast and YouTube. While you're with us, hit the subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button. Or the sobriety button. Then hit the subscribe button. Hit the red subscribe button. Click the like button. Comment below. Let's get into this. Let's get into this, guys. We are here with the one and only... Brandon Shereen. There he is. is. Okay, so Brandon's been a friend of ours for years. Can I say that? Actually, yeah, it's been yes. about three, it's been four it's minutes. been a while. Enough to we, can't count. We met at church at the yeah. river, is how I met you. Yep. You worked with my niece and got referred over, however, to the river. You ended up coming. We met. Mm-hmm. I first knew this guy as tall Brandon, because there was also Brandon Purcell who was always palling around and yep. he was just a taller version of the two. I yep. first knew him as backflipping. Brandon. Yes. Which brings us to today's yes. topic. I love all of these names, by the way. Thank God that I have good nicknames in life. Not everybody gets blasted. <laughs> That's right. We got a lot. Okay, so you are into a sport called tricking. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to have you on because, one, you just got back from like a two-month tour around the states, hitting some states and yeah, doing some cool. fun stuff. So we thought, let's bring some talent into the room. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. Tell us first here, here, Brandon, what is tricking? Tricking is, it's like, it stems from sport karate scene. So it's, you'll see people that used to have like bow staffs and the, the guys who would come in there and be like, <laughs> like scream. So I don't know if you've ever seen that. Wow. One more time. Ever, no, one I more haven't. Time? Yeah, Could you do that one? This, this box, open box, close box, done. I thought, that, no, was, I thought no. that was a dance move. Yeah, no. But maybe just do it as though so, you were the one doing it. What so, would I see? Yeah. Go ahead. This is uh, martial arts tricking. Used to have all the forms okay. and stuff like that. And basically they had the politics of all of the, because there's a lot of money involved, but the kids just want to do the flips. So instead of being all about the competition. There's a lot of money involved. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah, a lot of money, there's a whole lot of money in that box surprisingly Vogue, so yeah. but um it these basically the people like guy who started me his name is Dan Pitlock he's awesome he's been doing it for like 20 something years Damn. got flown to Korea all the way back and so he was the first tricker in Michigan but he was uh, one of the best on the sport karate scene and just basically switched that to go to gyms and do the so, movement how he wanted to do it without people telling him what to do and there's no limitations dude, he's like the Bruce Lee of tricking yeah, he broke, yeah like the mr miyagi yes mr of, miyagi wax on wax dude, off and he waxed yeah. out yes. he started his own deal because the people wanted to just do the flips they didn't want all the mm-hmm. like, yeah it was or it was like a group it. thing yeah it was more of like uh it's my sponsorship versus your sponsorship and now there's these intertwining of things and like when the money get mixed in it kind of like Politics. takes away from they, they wanted to push because they're still young when they're starting this so they don't even understand what the money's about they just want to do flips and so that's what tricking became it was more of a stem of that and then once 
people started doing uh, flips on their own. There was like guys named Dave Cheatwood type of thing. They were guys who like listened to heavy metal music, wore jeans and just did backflips on their own and were doing some of the kicks. So then that's what started to really separate the community when people that didn't even do sport karate just started learning the flips from the ones who left it. Dude, and so tricking so is just break dancing, martial arts. There's a little bit of capoeira in there, but honestly, it's just a free flowing sport. But uh, so I'm more of like a twister. You can do a lot of twisting. If you're from a background of karate, you can do a lot more kicking. So it's got a, quite a few things. Some people do trampoline really well, so it's it's got a few blends. But I just call it martial arts tricking because right. cap encapsulates it all. There That's cool. It's weird. Yeah. Could it's you weird. could you say that the, it was also influenced by parkour? I would say a little bit. Yeah. Parkour. Sure. Parkour. Um, parkour. I always describe if you're ever talking to people and they're like parkour, free running, tricking. Parkour is from point A to B as fast as you can get it. Uh, free running is when you're doing flips from point A to point B, like doing flips off of ledges and stuff. Tricking, you're just doing cool stuff right on the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dude, that's a yeah. great... I love that. You just yeah. nailed that. <laughs> One, yeah. I just want to thank you for actually clearing all that It up. took me because 10 years to get to this. <laughs> 10 years of cycling Guys, we around we just brought you up to speed <laughs> yeah. in five minutes. In five <laughs> so seconds. long. <laughs> Brandon so just cleared. It took me forever. Yeah. I'm like, well, some of them do this and some of them do that, but like, what's the difference? I don't know. So we're getting there. We're My getting favorite there, so. thing about parkour is just the office parkour parkour yeah hardcore parkour that's that's parkour so how did you next question how did you come across this like how did you get into it i actually came across it when i was 14 and i started when i was 17 but okay. i saw my friends dom and sean who are still my teammates today i saw them when i was 14 but one of them was hurt and the other one only did a backflip and i didn't even care and then three years later i was my the same teammate i saw do a backflip um, in high school, I was a bad kid, so I was selling weed. But I was a good kid because I put three Reese's peanut butter cups in there, and everybody loved me. And so, so I was wait. doing that. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> let, me reel, let me reel you in here, Brandon. So what about peanut butter? So, Reese's peanut well, butter? I was like, I was so a senior. So not only did you sell yeah, I was marijuana, weed. Yeah. you also I put candy, put in, candy there. in there just yeah. as like a favorite. And I was a nice guy. So right. you were kind of like... Yeah, I was like, well, what would they like? like <laughs> so... They're well, they're gonna be hungry. <laughs> they're gonna be hungry. Yeah, so, entrepreneur here. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, I was I was making my rounds, and I wasn't like actually something crazy. It was just me in high school being being young. But uh, the guy who I was doing that with was at the parking lot of the gym, and so he told me like, "Hey, you could do." A backflip, right? Because I learned a backflip off a YouTube video when I was younger, and that didn't really have too big of a backstory. So it was just watched a YouTube video, figured it out in a couple days, and then just never really did it again. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was 17 at that point, and he was like, hey, you know, just come inside. It'll be fine. And I said, look at my face. Like, I said, no, no. Like, it's good. I put like, peanut butter like, in no. my Yes. <laughs> look at my face. Like, do you think I need to go there and do a I've flip? got business to <laughs> do. Yes. So... I'm on a schedule, and dog. I'm yes. So uh, in that state of mind, I just didn't think it would be the best idea. But he's like, my brother works here. Like everything's fine. Uh, you know, we're not gonna. It's like only us. And so I went in there, and he was convincing me to try the backflip. And mm -hmm. after like 30 minutes of, like. You know, yeah. psyching yourself out. I actually committed to it, and uh, I was a high jumper in track. And so then uh, he went up to me and he said, "Hey, Brandon, you know that remember that jump you did for high jump where you run?" He's like, "That's called the J step in this sport." And he's like, "You can do that." And instead of like the the Fosby flop or flop whatever flop, the the flop that they do, he's like, "When you arch your back, he's like, tuck yourself." And so I literally did a backflip off of one foot in like two tries because he gave me the best advice. He's like, yeah, "Take that makes that a ton of sense." And yeah. put it together. And then my friend Gage, who I think was trying to be condescending, he was kind of like, "Oh, okay, you think you're good." He's like, this is called a cork. 
and it's a backflip off of one foot, and then you find the ground. Oh, crowd. Punch, punch you, it. Uh, also, this is martial arts <laughs> yeah, here, exactly. people. Yeah, exactly. danger. Okay. So uh, you do a backflip off of one foot, and then yes. you, uh, you do a 360, and then you find the ground again. So you jump in the air off one, one foot, do 360. So he explained it just like that. He said, go off the ground, look at the ground, spin, find the ground. And so I did that, and I landed the very first cork I ever tried. With, and it's on film. I have a video. I can actually get you guys that. But if we have so it, it was, if we have, if we it, have it, we'll it, run it. it. It's literally like the ugliest thing. It's going to sound funny because you'll be like, oh, they're talking about this guy. And you'll see that clip, and it's so bad. But the fact that I landed my first one, like my friend Eric took like eight months and blah, blah, blah. So I didn't comprehend like for multiple reasons. But um, so they were like, dude, you got to keep doing this. That doesn't happen. And so like it was all nice, and I thought it was sweet, but I didn't register. And then I saw my friend Ian. Now, Ian. Ian, is, Ian Cutlip is the one that I would say got me into tricking, like one of those guys that just does a cartwheel, and you're like, wow, that's he just looks like he's good at what he does. Ian got his last name from doing a cartwheel and cutting his lip. Yes. Yeah, fun fact. Back fun in ninth fact. grade. No, I mean. <laughs> no. Cutlip. Cutlip. Cut so trickers cut always lip. have good names. I don't know what it is about tricking. They have yeah. awesome names. Yeah. But Let's go, go Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> yeah, except for Brandon. There's too many of those. Mom, come on. Get more creative. But, um, so, All right, uh, so... Tricking. No. Ian, What's his name? Cutlip. Cut He's lip, like, sorry. this might be your thing. He's, uh, he actually didn't like talking to people and he would smoke cigarettes outside and do not, like, just not associate with us. But he thought we were annoying. Yeah, because he was a couple hours, or, yeah. a couple hours, a couple years older than us. Well, both. <laughs> and, yeah. Really, when, yeah. You, when you break time down. He was a few thousand hours older than us. <laughs> yeah. So he was just kind of annoyed because we were like, I was freshly 17. My friend's 17, but mentally he was even younger than me. And so he just didn't want to deal with us. But I just kept calling him dad and asking him to teach me how to do a hook kick. And eventually he did. And uh, so that was kind of cool. Because, oh, he saw, I saw him do this trick called a, it's like a cork. So it's the backflip 360. You just do a variation where you split your legs in half. But he was the type of dude that worked at a factory and would like drink Jim Bean and would still come home and do the full splits. Like he had natural hypermobility in his legs. And uh, it's actually not good. He had like a higher risk of injury that. But he um, he's the one that Make did. Make a note, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You better have your notes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2.5 times greater chance. paper's on fire right now. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up, Brandon. First word breaks the line. My God. But so he did one trick called the cork shuriken. You do the splits in a cork. And I saw the way his foot came across the lighting. And I always loved Dragon Ball Z, Avatar The Last Airbender, all that stuff. And when I saw that, I still have a flashbulb memory of when he did that, did that. And I literally just put my phone on the ground and I said, this is what I want to do. Like, I was like, I'm taking Wednesday off I'm every day. Or bending every Wednesday. some air. Yes. When you realize you yeah. could be like... Yeah. Ang, you were. Did I exactly. get it right? Did I get it right? Ang. Whoa, that was like a deep. Yeah, that, was like, I don't know. <laughs> that was like a deep thing. Yes. That was like, find the name, find it, find it. You did a good job. Ang. What's his name? What's his name? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got proud. Um, so uh, it resonated with me, though, and I, I just made the decision right then. So I went there at 7 o'clock trying to make $30, and I left with the passion that I've been doing the last 10 years of my life. So. Okay. Was there. Awesome. You know, let's get into that then. Okay, so the past 10 years, what are some of the things that you've accomplished in the sport? Um, I've done like world firsts where you do a trick before anybody else. That's cool. I won't say the names because people won't understand them anyways. But no, they're significant to us. TD swipe triple full. <laughs> Very fun. It yeah. sounds uh, cool. Why would you not say oh, here's that? A, here's a good name. Super monkey scoot, double <laughs> full, double cork. Super monkey? Super, Super monkey? monkey scoot, double full, double cork. Do you have a video Super of I have that? a video of both of these. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, um, hopefully we'll you're, try you're to about to see that right so now. Super monkey. Super monkey scoot, double full, double cork. Put it in first gear. Just wind it down for a second and just say it a little bit slower super, super monkey, monkey scoot, scoot. <laughs> double full 
I would yeah. like to see swing Nate through <clears throat> double cork. Okay, Nate, Dude, get on the table right now and I, just try to do whatever that is. I, <laughs> yeah, I did a front flip. In the summer on a trampoline, and that, that's awesome. Thank you. Hey, I did. Hey, I may hey. have it too. I <laughs> might have. I'm like, if wait, I, I have a video, of it, if I have a video of my front flip, I'll. I'll see yeah, it wasn't great. Um, it's all, it wasn't. the first ones it. never I are. Was disappointed. The first ones never are. I saw that front flip. Yeah, it wasn't that great. <laughs> <laughs> it, was it wasn't anything to write okay. home oh, yeah. So you did uh, all first, those. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it was some fun monkeys. things. I was the Wait, fastest person. So if person. you're the first one to do it, are you the person to name it then? Yeah, I have a trick called the double cork D-Lake twist. It's called the Sherwin Whacker because no one knows how to say <laughs> my last name. Not a single person. And the first guy who did it <laughs> the was Sherwin the Whacker. Sherwin Whacker. Well, the first <laughs> one, if you... <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. know the the gun group, but they're gonna be coming in here soon, sponsoring us. But um, yes, what is uh, it's um, there was a guy named Frederick Horwing, and he did the Horwing Whacker, and that's a, a cork D leg twist. So cork legs twist, it's like a double variation. And then uh, I did a double cork D leg twist, so it's a variated triple off of one foot. And then uh, I, they called it the Sherwin Whacker, and I was the first one to land it. That's and I was so even though I was a little under rotated, the people in the community love me. So shout out you guys because I Thank personally you. had a higher standard for myself, but everybody kept liking the Facebook video. So I went with it, and so they like, and they named it. So I said, "Forget it." They they are. They you are got the, You gave the people. I want to do wanted. more. Yeah, that's all you did. More, you gave the people what it. they wanted. Exactly, and they're happy with it. <laughs> so so when you like do when you accomplished a never before done trick, mm -hmm. and when you put it out there online, what is the what was the response like when you first put it out there? First thing, first thing you get is the haters, the people that are saying they're breaking up the protractors. And then there's the other people that'll try to reference you to know this person did it, but they can't find a clip. And then the friends come along, and that's those oh, are the good yeah, ones. For some like reason, that. the haters are online first. They're, they're like waking yeah, up bright eyed bushes. Here's why. Tails. You want to know why? Because they ain't doing anything. No, yeah. they're waiting. Generally, the people hating they're are doing just waiting. Front flips on yeah. the trampoline and nothing else. <laughs> We're here. That's me. <laughs> I, I'd be well. like, hey, that ain't real. But no, I don't know if that was a real whacker yeah. or not. It's uh, it's harder to stand out these days, though, because of how many yeah. good people there are. So just like, um, you know, if I were to do the same career that I had now, like right now, if I had to start it all over, it would be significantly harder. But, um, you know, when I was able to, I started tricking at 17 and by... 19 I got flown to like to Colorado for the first time I think yeah that was my dream I wrote down in a journal I wanted to get flown to one event and I've been flown to over 15 events since then and I've been a special guest at like 25 or 20 so I, I actually, cool, dude. those That's numbers so are actually cool. probably underestimate I'm trying not to overestimate because I can't remember I didn't write them down but uh yeah that was like my first big goal and yeah. uh that happened when I was like 19 I went to Mexico or I went to Texas and then I went to like Colorado that year and then it just started a whole wave of new things I taught my first seminar when I was 19 to a group of kids Kids that don't speak English because it was a Spanish-speaking seminar, and I didn't know that because the kids are so small. So I had to teach with body language only, and uh, they went really well. They went that's really so well. Cool. And at that's one point, cool. halfway through, all the moms left, and I felt so bad because I was taking it personal. And then the guy comes in. His name is Gandhi, so you know he's chill. And he's just like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, hey, Brandon, I just want to let you know hey. you're doing a great job. My name is Gandhi. <laughs> yes. You're doing a good job. Yeah. So he calmed me right down by telling me all the moms went out in the parking lot to drink wine and so I thought they hated my seminar and so I was taking it all personal and turns out they're just drinking no, they, just they wanted to everybody was relaxed. they just felt yep. so good about it yes. so lesson <laughs>
2001, don't take <laughs> it personal. Leave the kids. This guy clearly yeah. he's got it under control. Let's yeah. go <laughs> so, get sideways. Uh, that all started it off, I'd say. And then, um, you know, I've created videos throughout the years and more people saw them. So, like, eventually by 2018 or 2017, I made it to the first professional level platform for tricking, like, at all. It's called Adrenaline Worldwide. Um, so they were, like, a group that was very good at pushing the agenda. Not so much favored by the community, but it's kind of nice to, ha you know, you always got to have the back and forth. And so uh, those guys gave me my first opportunity to go to California. I beat the Swedish tricking champion. And then after that, I yes, took the number Why? six seed. Because you're America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Born in the US of A. Yeah. Right. That guy kept sneaking beers on it. The Swedish man, they drink. Right. He, after he lost, he's like... This is how we handle our problems in Sweden. I'm like, did you just get that out of your sleeve? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, that's why you didn't win. Yeah, yeah. your center of gravity was all, it was all wrong. <laughs> Six pack in it? Yeah, I was like, wow, yes, this guy's committed. <laughs> you thought those were my abs. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, all right, uh, so you beat him. So beat him, and then the guy, Will Conies, I've been watching him battle on YouTube since the very first day I started, and then I faced him. He was the number six seed on the planet, and then I took him to a third round, and then I got an opportunity to compete at uh, Adrenaline's uh, ISK Tricky champion so it was the first time that tricking had been on ESPN in like eight years and then the last time that somebody was on ESPN eight years ago the guy who taught me tricking was in the brackets which is crazy because there's only four or five people and so how big tricking was and stuff that was wild but so we brought him on or he he lost eight years ago and even made a joke when I went like ah oh, maybe you can lose like I did and I was like I ain't gonna lose but um I didn't know because I had the least amount of Instagram followers I was the least amount of experience there I was only tricking for five years and then uh the other guy Will Coney's was still there like I've already lost to him in a battle the other guy's my best friend Pazzi he's like on the same top 10 leaderboard as the other guy I'm like not I didn't even plan for a second round and uh, I ended up winning uh, on a, a national platform and I got to like take the I didn't get to keep the belt I want that back but uh, that was the biggest it's win I ever had it. it was on TV I had people tell me that they saw yeah, it and stuff so cool. and so cool. even younger trickers even one of the guys on tour told me he watched it with his mother and I thought that was super cool so that was definitely the biggest opportunity and then after that it just kept on feeding into other things and then I'd say 2020 is right around where it started shifting into massage because I went to school for one day pandemic started I graduated in February and then uh, events started up the next like two months later so I went to school during the entire pandemic so I was literally a competitor up until the very day I couldn't like try my hardest and then once the pandemic happened I just made the choice to shift because you make more money as a non-athlete in tricking unfortunately yeah so but when but dude, the sport's only 10 years player. old as far stride. as stride so this is what you come into now yeah. so now not only are you like an athlete of the sport i feel like it's super cool that you're able to come in with like um, massage for stuff that the athletes need yeah so now you're like nobody took care of us <laughs> my first shower on, was in a bowl of rainwater and That's i slept in a gross. church pew yeah well, in a barn i slept that, in a barn say that one more time <laughs> yeah my first gathering shower was in a bowl of rainwater because we weren't allowed to go in the house so i put a bowl outside and waited and then uh when we slept that night we had to sleep in a church pew like yeah. I, there was a church pew in the in the garage and we slept in the garage and no, there was a church it was in the barn. church wasn't even yeah. taking it was care a barn. <laughs> No, I was sleeping on church pew. Yeah, so God's been there from the start. Uh, <laughs> I was sleeping on pews from day one. So they say rest in His presence. I was sleeping. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Uh, you delivered me from my Reese's and my weed. Yes. <laughs> brought me fresh rainwater. Yeah. It's only good yeah. for a day, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then you start massage therapy. Yeah. And you've been able to bring that in because you just got back from two months. Yeah, I was on the road. I've only been out of school for six months, so I'm at like nine months of being out of school, and I toured for two of it. That's so that's how I know God's cool. good, because I was at the beginning of school with like $180 in my savings account.
savings account and a dream. And I was like, okay. And then uh, I ended up going through school. Pandemic happened. I ended with the most money I've ever had. And then I was able to tie through school. That was a goal. So that I already was like, wow. And then tour came. And I was that was my goal in school. Like my actual goal is I wanted to take it out to the country, show the people what it's about, and heal all the friends that I've been able to work with this whole time and that I've loved forever. And I got to do that. And, uh, cool. you know, I started again, not a lot of money, finishing not a lot of money. But you know what? God's given me what I need. And I got to affect a lot of people out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jesus traveled and healed with his hands and did not have a lot of money. And uh, so my, my good friend Troy uh, Flattenall reminded me of that. And um, I was just like, wow, it's not, you know, um, living your dreams doesn't mean you have everything. <laughs> that's what I was taught. I went to high school I, I with Troy. Right. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's I right. I graduated like two, one year ahead or two years no ahead. No way. That's yeah. crazy. He's awesome. Or maybe three years, actually. I yeah. Graduated with my sister. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Troy, cool. Troy's out he's there speaking some, speaking some some good stuff, too. He's a, he's a big fan of, of the higher power. And uh, I love that guy. So shout out Troy. But yeah, that was crazy. Um, it's uh, not something that you see coming. I've learned that I really actually have to take it a day at a time. <laughs> and um, I, people will ask me, what's your plan with Stride for five years? And I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. Like tomorrow, well, obviously you got plans, but you know, next thing you know, things can shift here and there. You never know when the country could shut down type of thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's been very interesting uh, being at such a high point. And then you think that your career is going to be over because when the competitive season ended for me, it was like the pandemic started, all my friends stopped tricking, got injured. I'm alone in the dark, lost my girlfriend. I'm like, I don't want to do anything now. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> you kind of so you kind of pull out of it and you're like, well, maybe I'm not going to make it to Europe or do the real goals that I really had. And then, uh, you know, massage comes along and uh, I felt like God promising me those things. And the next thing you know, uh, his promises are coming true in the way that I've been to more events this year than any other year. And this is the least I've ever competed. Cool. Yeah. And I thought that without tricking, I would be worthless. And that's the classic uh, don't find your validity in what you do type of thing, which also still yeah. comes into massage because I also don't want to find it in one thing with that either because then if that comes away then uh you know who am i type of stuff so god's really been showing me who i am and who i'm also not which is important and uh it's been wild and i've been learning things about myself that i didn't even want to learn in certain situations but Mm -hmm. uh, when people ask me how was tour uh, it's uh, when i say good it doesn't mean it's happy all the time uh it was hard and there was some ups and some downs and same thing with starting this massage business and stuff uh tricking is not a business uh there's not a lot of money in it whatsoever because it's like the leather helmet phase of football like the first 10 years or 20 years they wore leather helmets and worked regular jobs and uh that's what we're doing right now there's no medical we're the first medical people to be out there um everybody's just eating wendy's sleeping on the ground trying to figure it out finally we're getting better at resources like that but it's a very new sport so um you know massage and uh tricking weren't necessarily the most lucrative but uh i think that god let me know that it's kind of a good thing because i didn't need to be popular because that would have ruined me and i think that if i would have made a lot more money then the friendships would have been affected and stuff like that so as the words of my friend joe uh you got to be a rock star without being a rock star yeah, you got to go yeah. to ESPN and then go to work on Monday and see your mom. Yeah. And Dude, that does cool. mean a lot more than it sounds. <laughs> yeah. So I got a question for you and probably this probably is our last question and yeah. unless you have no, a better question. Yeah. But my question is this for anybody watching who feels discouraged about something that they're trying to chase after or like a dream that they're trying to pursue and it just feels like there's roadblock after roadblock. Um, what would you say to that person? Um, I think that staying in community has been like huge and not community as like a a big community or anything like that because I was around a lot of people but there was still times where I felt alone on the road because I'm somebody who really likes their free or their you know their alone time and stuff but Mm -hmm. find yourself whether it's your mom your dad family uh anything like that because without those people um you know it's so easy to get caught up in your own head uh, I'm yeah. a journaler, so like basically whatever you can do to get out of here when you can and find people who can speak words of encouragement and uh, that see you from the third perspective and can tell you to keep going. 
because they know you can do it. But uh, I would say that 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 was the biggest thing. And um, so don't good. don't don't forget that God told you that you're doing this and that it's not just up to your power. And to, I dare you to challenge him. If he actually told you to do it, then I literally told myself I've not, I've been homeless before. And I was like, Hey, I was okay. And so, uh, I was like, what's the worst that's going to happen? I go on tour and I come home and like, I don't have enough money or something. I was like, I have family. And as Elon Musk said, it's hard to die these days. Uh, so, um, that was my literal motto going into tour when I signed up for tour. Yeah. It's very hard to die these days. And that was my actual motto. I was, God said to trust him. So I I tithed the entire tour and I was like, well, if I run out, I can blame him. And so, uh, I tithed like however much and, um, you know, I didn't come back with a whole lot, but I have what I needed and stuff. So in the beginning, uh, if I would have seen how the end went, I would still make the decision anyways, even if I knew there wouldn't be like a lot of resources or whatever, the experience has led me to so many things. And, um, I don't know, uh, if it doesn't make money, sometimes that's okay too. (laughs) It's okay to take time and like spend time with yourself. If, um, if you're not, if you feel like you're working hard and you're trying to make something work, just go back to the basics of spending time with God and spending time with yourself when you're trying to figure everything out. Usually you got to just take a break. That's cool, dude. Yeah. That's so good. Great that. wisdom there. Yeah. Thank I'll you. Send yeah. it. How are we going to send it this week? I think send it by um, get around like-minded people who are, mm. who are supportive of your vision and of your dreams and, um, and allow them to speak into your life, yeah. encourage you. I love that. Um, so that way when those roadblocks come up in your life that you have somebody in your corner that's going to help you pave through, just plow through those mm-hmm. barriers. Dude, I dig that. Yeah. I dig it. Tall Brandon. Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon. Come on. Dude, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for coming on today. Thank you for so, having me. This is yeah. cool. Guys, uh, check them out on Insta. Yeah. Yeah. What's your Instagram handle? It's Brandon underscore Shereen, and I'll tell somebody how to spell it, and they'll put it on screen. There it is. Yeah. Um. So check him out on there. Um. Subsend. Try to do a front flip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do a front flip. Yeah. Cartwheel, man. Yeah. Do something. It's December. Just, you just got a few more days couch. of trampolining. Yeah. <laughs> Trampolines are warm for two more weeks. Try to do something. We love you guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for liking. Thanks for disliking. Thanks for following us. Thanks for pushing it forward. And thank this guy. Thank you. All right. We love you guys, and we'll catch you later. Bye. See ya.